Hello, and welcome to Bomb Squad. My name is Andrew Muggleton, and I'm joined, as always, by Chris Sloan. How are you? Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist, indeed. Are you, um, are you, are you all right? You seem... Yeah, you might notice there's a slightly different intonation to my vocal cords. You're normally today. well into this at the beginning, and you started... You know, I, I thought I brought in a bit of energy with my uh, Full Metal Alchemist just now, but you... I don't know, your response was a bit... Meager. Yeah. Disappointed. Sad. I've been watching Rings of Power. Um, this is this is you on Rings of Power. Before we discuss that, um, I would like to bring some joy to this podcast. Um, and so I would like to start by asking you, please rank the best forms of eggs. Oh, wow. Okay. I like this. And now my voice is raising up to a much yeah, more eggs. amicable version. All right, myself. I can do that. Because, but first we need to understand what what am I ranking? Yeah, yeah the kings. Ranking of oh, we can't go <laughs> we can't go like five <laughs> minutes <laughs> without talking about anime. Um, so eggs, okay, a bo- hard boiled egg. Yeah, a soft boiled egg. Yeah. I, I, or you just want me to say like boiled eggs? I. Th- you want to be? I think I'd prefer to have boiled eggs. More general, yep. but I mean, there's a hell, there's a big difference between a hard boiled egg and then like a soft. Fine, egg. okay. Do you split them out? Okay, uh, hard boiled, soft boiled, um, fried, fried egg. There's a poached egg. Yeah, a scrambled, scrambled egg. Um, there is what uh, one of my friends at work is doing currently, which is um, eggs and banana. Which is a classic. I thing. would prefer to keep that out of the conversation. You don't want me to talk about eggs and banana. I am already you... angry. <laughs> And I don't want to get more angry. Okay. Angrier? Do you want, shall I put some context to that? Or do you want... Please. Yeah. Imagine getting a bowl, right? So you get a bowl. You get one banana. Okay? You yeah. take... You, you mash the banana into the bowl. Mm-hmm. And then you crack two eggs on top of it. And then you uh, whisk. whisk it all in together. Then you microwave it for a bit. Fuck off. Every morning, man. Every morning, you come. I come into work, and he's just there. You <laughs> told he... me about this, and I am so morbidly curious about this. Like, I want I to try. To, it, I want to try it, but I refuse to make it because it, it, it just the smell is is bizarre. Because on the one hand, would you say bewildering? But it is <laughs> bewildering. I would go that far because on the one hand, you're thinking it smells like bananas. Like, is someone making like? Banana, banana muffins, bread. <laughs> banana bread, yeah. But then you're also like, no, that is scrambled egg that he's eating, and it's so. Uh, sorry, I, I would if if that is part of it, yeah, I would put that bottom of the list. I've never tried it, but it goes bottom. Of the <laughs> yeah, list. yeah, yeah. That's have fine. I missed? Have, in your opinion, have I missed any eggs? Like, is, is I wouldn't go say like an omelet. Like that's that it implies it's scrambled other eggs stuff, right? With stuff in it. Yeah, yeah. And is, hollandaise sauce doesn't count because again, it's a sauce. It's not eggs. I mean. Like there's different ways to like fry in it. Like you could flip it, or but like, do you just mean like you just want me to go? I, real... I want, I want. I'm overthinking consistently it. different things. I'm overthinking it, yeah. right? I, I gave, I gave you the boiled too. I'm not letting you take cool, any cool, further. Cool. Any of uh, the other egg spoke. mayonnaise? No, it's not. okay. Uh, so that is hard boiled eggs with mayonnaise. Yeah, I get you. Right. I think I well, I know my first answer. The bottom of the list. Yeah. Bottom of the list is a hard boiled egg. Is that controversial? Yes. I mean, what agreed. do you use it for? You put it in a salad, maybe, or you just pop in. You just pop a hard-boiled egg. Sometimes. Do you ever pop? No, a hard-boiled? you accidentally have a hard-boiled egg. Oh, I when see. When you've me. messed up a soft. You're trying egg. to make a soft-boiled egg, and yeah, 
Unless it's for egg mayonnaise or in a salad. Some people, some people just pop hard-boiled eggs, you know? No. No. I'm, I'm, do you mean no as in like they don't or? I'm not elaborating. Okay. Um, um, I, so I'd next, agree. I'd next agree. up. See, it's tough because. So we've got four left. Soft this is a top scrambled five. fried poached. Yeah. Oh, this is tough, actually. Because I know because I, I also would like to clarify this ranking. I don't want it to be like if you have the perfect one of something, this is the best. Oh, okay. I want everything being involved. This is this is um, consumability. That's not a word. Um, ease of use, um, general taste, excellence compared to bad the gap between them yeah. and averaging. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I want everything. Um, in that case, man, I, poached is so good, man. But there's a real risk with it's a poached a egg. Bitch. It's a bitch. I'd never cook high a poached risk, egg. High risk, high reward. I would never cook a poached no, egg at home. Same. However, if I'm out, Mm. quite often get them if you're going for like brunch or mm, something mm. does that mean that they're i would like i'd probably pick it over fried and scrambled yeah. i think that gives weighting to its i think a soft boiled egg is eggs. next do you think is that what you think yeah because because i it is do you know what it is think about it's, ramen it's man. it no but it's the clinical answer and clinical is not fun because it's the healthiest out of them oh i get what you mean is it not the same as a poached egg just like water. You just cook it in water. No, it's not no, the same. No, it's not the same. It's not the same. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll go with you because I, otherwise I, I, don't, I could probably spend an hour and a half. Because I, I, do, I, I think the boiled eggs, there is, they're simple. Yeah. If you're talking in egg terms, they're boring. Oh, okay. I'm not saying they're boring, but in egg terms, they're boring. Yeah. And that's it. That's all, all right. they've got. Okay, I'm I'm gonna say then my next, and this is where we might deviate, because mm. I'm gonna put scrambled egg next. That is sacrilegious. I know, uh, but I just I'm it's great, but it's the one that I eat the most, and it's and, and for that reason I'm kind of like ah, oh, it's just a normal thing. But then does but, that not give credence due to the fact that it's the best? No, it's the easiest. It. It's the easiest. It's the it's the literally it's literally the like oh yeah scrambled egg. Mm. It's also I fucked up this omelette. It's also technically <laughs> the worst for you. No, no. Is it not? Fried eggs the worst for you if you if you do a fried egg properly. But I would. Can I make this argument? Because I actually, when I was young, I was I was told scrambled eggs were the worst for you. I didn't quite understand. For some reason, I had it in my head that the idea of a, an, a yolk and the white mixing made it worse. No, but that's a bullshit. scrambled egg, everything you cook it in is taken in. Yeah. A fried egg, oil can be left in the pan. Um, yeah, but when I cook scrambled egg at home, I don't really put that much. I I, you know, like the spray. You know, do you ever use the sprays? No. No, I use like, the spray, like the one calorie spray. Mm-hmm. So it's just like that, it's nothing. Like for me, a scrambled and a fried, when I do it at home, it's like the same. But the scrambled is worse for, than you for the fried then because you're taking all of it in, whereas the, the fried will have some remnants in the pan. Uh, yeah, I guess. So scrambled eggs are the worst for you. Scrambles next for me. Okay. Then I'd go poached. Then fried. Then the fried. King, the fried. Yeah, egg. I love. A fr- I do like a fried egg because if you think of a full English breakfast, mm. it's what goes on that. 
There's no argument there. It's a fried egg, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Yes. And you can make a little sandwich out of it. A little fried egg sandwich. Do you ever have a fried egg sandwich? When I was a child, I did. I used to get two bits of white <laughs> bread. Okay. Ho- yeah. uh, no, not even Hovis. Uh, Warburton's thick cut white. Ooh. Two fried eggs. Man, I tell you Put what, it in the a sandwich. Thickness of bread is a whole other discussion, isn't it? Ketchup. Squeeze it. Let it pop. Mop, mop up the egg yolk on the plate. Love it. Love it. Um, the rings of power isn't good. I just think we should pause for a sec because just just so you're aware, we are going to be spoiling um, the rings of power up to episodes episode one five. to five. Uh, yeah. House of the Dragon episodes one to five. Yep. And we will be quite liberally talking about Better Call Saul and Beth. And Breaking, and Breaking Bad, Bad probably as, well, uh, yeah. as a byproduct. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, rings of power, man. I mean, let's. Do, look, I, I want to talk about it because, man, it's if it doesn't. It only feels like yesterday when it was like announced. You're like, oh my gosh, Amazon's making a Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's I, gonna I mean, I biggest... actually lived in a different house when it was announced. And I remember sitting on the toilet reading an article. Yeah. and sending it to were you. Were you going? Were you? Were me. you going for a wee? Or if I was reading an article, I would have been <laughs> doing something else. Okay. And number two, oh. let's just be clear. <laughs> Speaking of number twos, um, so Rings of Power <laughs> oh, oh, has come out. We're halfway, are we halfway through? Is it 10 episodes? I don't know if it's been announced how long it is. I can quickly check. I know that uh, House of Dragons is 11 episodes. Oh, okay. Um, and I mean, to be honest, I wasn't super excited by the idea of by either of these. In fact, I think if I was, if I had to put them in order, I would have been way more excited for rings of power than house of the dragon because i did we i think we must we did an episode on probably a realized episode on the end of game of thrones didn't we yeah we definitely we did a whole episode yeah. of predicting it and then yeah, we did yeah. one i think that was the first time we ever had a drink before i think we were drunk whilst doing that um and obviously if you've listened to that you would know that we did not like the end of game of thrones and i think when they announced house of dragon house of the dragon sorry i didn't think i would watch it no i was just like no way no way am i doing this um but you know i've watched every episode of it so far um let's let's be positive for a bit yeah can i just quickly sorry go on. add the information according to imdb the internet movie database there will be eight episodes eight I thought we were like, I thought we were recording this like halfway through the series, but no, okay. So, uh, there are three more episodes in the season left. Okay. I am flabbergasted. Anyway. So, it, it, like, like I was saying, if, if you haven't got to where we're up to yet, you know, maybe pause and come back to this another time. Yeah. Never listen to this. Or don't, or just maybe don't watch the show. And Yeah. Um. So I, I do want to kind of be positive for a second because I, I think it's going to be very easy for us to go off on a massive rant here. Yeah. But there so are... we're only talking about House of Dragon. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, there are some positives to Rings of Power. There are, for sure. Some. Few. There are some I, positives I'm to Rings of Power. Joking. What what would What sort of stood out for you so far as like... Yeah, I'd say that the best things about it are... It looks great. At points. It looks great. <laughs> so I just had to do that. That's the last <laughs> little quip I'm going to do. Um, the wide scenic shots are fantastic. It looks beautiful from a pull-out landscape uh, Episode view. five opens with a, with a few bits of the, the Harfits, who are like the Hobbit yeah. characters. Um, 
traveling mm. you know across and and that looks like it could be from the yeah the per- percy jackson film the percy jackson <laughs> <laughs> that's got a, that's got a disney show coming out the per- percy jackson that was a trailer for that recently uh, sorry the peter jackson trilogy is what yeah. i meant to say um they look like those shots look like this you know yeah and there's from... some there's some wonderful wide shots of i think generally speaking the cg for uh, cities and mm. big stuff all looks like it costs as much as it does there's a great um, shot of i think it's the princess or um of newman or she's having like a vision of it being destroyed in mm. like a wave that looks incredible yeah like, yeah it's yeah. a great use of cg in places yeah yeah and i think as well which we've discussed before um the orcs mm. look fantastic they are fully um what's the word called they're not cg what's uh practical the practical effects yes the ma- just the makeup, makeup and the yeah. design the the costumes everything they look excellent right down to the teeth and the, yeah. the eyes and everything they look fantastic um I'm 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 enjoying a, f- a few of the characters because we we've kind of got three, four wait four main sort of storylines going on four storylines so we've got Galadriel, yeah we've got the Harfoots, yeah we've got um, Elrond and Elrond Durin and Durin and then we've got the elf with Arondir. the human lady yes yep. um, which is the main four interwining yep. and I would say that out of those four stories oh, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm really enjoying Elrond. I think El- Elrond, I'm really enjoying as a character, and Durin. Uh, I think their their bits are great. The dwarves, um, especially, the are dwarves, a highlight. Yeah. Any time spent in Kazadun is good fun. I mean, they they are just like they've plucked the dwarves out of the Hobbit and you know yeah. carried on. Like it's it's great. It's the same sort of you know shtick as if you, if you like them in that. Um, yeah, I, I, El- Elrond's a character. That I'm kind of he's probably the one that I've mostly. Mm. Um, you know, I'm enjoying him, and attached I'm, I'm to attached to. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the story of Arondir, the elf, and the, and the humans. Um, that's one that I'm kind of enjoying at the moment. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. not, I'm just not. There, really... there are there are edge parts that have issues with it, but generally speaking, yeah. it's engaging. Um, there's a cool sword <laughs> that. Um, has like Sauron's mark on it. That's cool. Takes Visually, it's cool. Looks really cool. Um, um, so no, come on, there must be something else. Um, I don't know. The n- n- um, hmm. nothing else. Nothing else. Um, the okay. music is is. Good, but wrongly placed. It feels out of place, yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, it really, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's a positive and a negative. Yeah. So we're slipping a little bit here, aren't yeah, we? But, yeah, but that, that's okay. We're transitioning for, from positives to things we don't like as much. Go on. What, where would you like to start with this? What's your sort of... Because I, I, would, I, would, I think for me, there's a few things that I dislike about Should this. Should we start show. with Gladriel? I mean, I, I just think for me, overall... Dull. Oh, you were talking wide, you know I mean? wide scope. Wide yes. scope. It is boring. Like it is. It is a show. It is a premium television TV, premium TV TV yeah. show, which 
has both of us regularly tw- uh, checking Twitter to see what oh, Crunchyroll yeah. are tweeting. Um, it is mind-numbingly slow to the point of what just happened in I'm, the last 72 minutes. I mean... Not 45 with adverts. We just, we just finished... 72 minutes straight. We just finished episode five. So if you're someone that's watching along as well, like... And I, I, we got to the end of the episode and it did the same thing it's done at the end of every episode, which the music swells massively and then it, a huge thing happens and then it goes. And I, I was actually there thinking, um, what on earth has actually changed? Like, Aaron Deer and the humans mm. are know they're about to be attacked by some orcs. Yeah. Literally where they were at the end of episode four. Mm-hmm. Um, Galadriel and the the humans and the, Numen- the people in Numenor are about to set sail to go off to Middle Earth to fight, exactly where they were before. Yeah. Um, the Harfits, I can't even remember. I don't think they were in the last episode. They were in it very. There, there was a bit with the ma- the mystery man. Mystery man, yeah. Like saving them from some dogs, and that um, was it. And then Elrond and Durin. Durin, it's something about the Mithra, wasn't it? But yeah, it was and basically. It, but like, but like, the key, the thing I'm saying is, we sat through 72 minutes of episode five of the Rings of Power, and nothing changed. Yeah, nothing happened. Well, I mean, stuff happened, obviously, but the end point of that episode was they were all in exactly the same place, mm. doing mm. the same thing. Mm. It's it's like, I mean, in in, and I don't always mean to bring this back to it, but in anime. Sometimes with some of these long shows, you have episodes which are called filler, where they basically deviate from the actual storyline and they're just there to waste time and and keep engagement in some way. This almost felt like filler in in a series which is only meant to have like eight episodes. Like nothing Uh. happened. And I I don't know, I just, I can't think of anything that, I mean, obviously we, we watch the whole series and see what, you know, little thick bits were sprinkled in through episode five mm. that will pay off later. But I don't know. I can't see it. Um, so Galadriel, she's she's the kind of main, she's the main character of the show. Yeah, she is. She's billed as it, you know, before it came up. Um, I just, I, I, I don't necessarily have a problem with how Galadriel is in this. I just don't understand how, why they've made her the main character of it. Mm. She is a straight, talk him wooden um hero hero yeah. like there's just no there's nothing interesting about her mm-hmm. at all um and she they and then what they've done is they've just every single storyline she's in they've just chucked her in with cliched people and this uh what is it hal halbrand or halbard 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 something like that they he is despicable. <laughs> I can't stand him. He's like every single um, male fantasy, like golden boy trope chucked into once with comedic. I'm nothing, but I'm actually something. Yeah. Swirled in. I hate him so much. So much. And then there's also the of characters that we hate so much of people we really despise in this show um there's also the elf and the human lady her son oh i 
Would you consider him of the upper echelon of acting in in TV shows you've seen? I just think I think he might be the worst character I've or, in anything <laughs> I've ever seen. I'll be Any honest. piece of media. I just I I can't I can't take it seriously anytime he's on the screen. This kid. Ma. I, I don't know, man. Like, I just I, it's funny because I, I want to throw a comparison because obviously when when I watched, I'm kind of watching. Well, one comes out on a Friday, one comes out on a Monday, right? With House of the Dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched episode four of Rings of Power last last week, and then I watched episode five of House of the Dragon, mm. and the the act the the acting is mm. it's not even comparable between the two the shows. Apart. And I know obviously budget can do certain things and there are certain things in house of the dragon where you can see the difference in budget not yeah. that house of the dragon is a small it, it's budget it's got show. a very big budget by um way, but. but you can see the difference between them sometimes but there is no well no this isn't necessarily true but the vast majority of mm. everyone in house of the dragon is a totally believable character um who's putting in a good performance a believable performance at least mm. whereas I mean, there, there is there is there is a, an aspect in terms of when comparing them. Game of a Song of Fire and Ice universe in terms of TV. Now that we have two things from it, um, is like the touch point of it is more relatable and gritty and. Yeah. Um, it feels more Normal, real. Like, yeah, yeah, real, kind of. And Lord of the Rings is more of like a... And I actually don't know if it is, because I don't quite know the terminology of it, but I'm just going to say this in quotes, like a high fantasy story yeah. of where it is people in airy-fairy kind of situations. However, it is, that's it, is, not, it is absolutely high fantasy. It's like, okay. the, it's like the, what is high fantasy. Okay, fine. Um, that doesn't... That's not a free card to act so poorly and so woodenly and so yeah. vacant from reality. And and you know the biggest the biggest issue with uh, Rings of Power, I I think probably and maybe it's not something I'm always thinking about or watching. The biggest issue it has is that it's have, it's being compared to, in my opinion. No, okay. Well, I'm just going to say, my favourite film trilogy of all time mm. in The Lord of the Rings, and it's being compared to House of the Dragon, which is coming out week after week at the same time with it. Yeah. And it is no... I mean, it's nowhere near as good as House of the Dragon. No. And it is it is not even in the same stratosphere of quality mm. of, the, of the Lord of the Rings trilogy in yeah. every possible way. Yeah. I think... I think you mentioned it earlier in terms of what you were saying about uh, sometimes you can see a budget-wise difference between the shows. And, to, and I think this is especially evident in um, cityscape CG shots. I think House of Dragons is very lacking in that regard. But I, I think with Rings of Power, you are seeing that money can't buy direction and creative yeah. touch in a show or a piece of media you can throw as much money as you want at, at, at something but if you have the wrong people doing stuff these all these actors might be amazing actors but i mean, they, I mean they to be are... fair we, we watched a film um a couple of years ago called saint maud mm. um and this film That's, is crazy is it, that gladriel yeah yeah, yeah. 
if, if you watch, if you ever watch this film, Saint Maud, it's billed as a pretty standard horror film. Yeah, and it's really not. No, it's crazy. What a! I don't want to say anything. Yeah, else Rose about it, really. Glass. I think it's her directorial debut. Incredible film. film. Yeah, incredible yeah. film. It's got um, Jennifer Earl in it as well, who mm. was in the BBC Pride and Prejudice nice. many years ago. Um, yes, she's it is a great her, character. Isn't it? In that. But yeah, she's so a fantastic actress. Yeah. So the main the main actress from Saint Maud puts in an inc- like an um like a crazy performance yeah and sh- and she is galadriel and the idea that they i mean obviously it's direction and it's all of that because i know that this woman is an incredible actress yeah you're, you're totally right and she and any scene with galadriel in it is just i don't know it just dr- grinds everything to a halt i might have been having a good time listening to Elrond and Durin, you know, a bit of banter back and forth, elves and dwarves, you know, all that great stuff. I might have been, you know, think seeing like orcs um, capture elves and treat them like nothing. And I'm like, mm. oh, man, this is kind of like, I'm kind of into it. And then it's like, oh no, we're back. And Galadriel's grind everything the to a halt out of this. And then Halbard comes in and he just smarms up to everything. And it's like, oh, I hate, I really can't be doing with this. I hate it so much. Um, I want the one one thing that I really want to talk about, and this is this is an issue I've had. I, I don't know if you remember when the, I think it was like Entertainment Weekly or something. Got all the pictures that came out mm, a few mm, months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And was um, it the hands pictures or the or the portrait pictures? Because wasn't there like oh, a load of I, hands? No, I mean the portrait. The portrait picture. Okay. Yeah. Um, the elves, man. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Should we talk about their hair? I. What on earth? I mean, when like, just picture an elf. Mm. But if you picture an elf, you think of someone tall, slim, with, with long, straight hair. And long, straight hair. Yeah. I mean, it's fine if you want to make it different, but why do they all they, have such bizarre hair? But they're also so... It's like someone is going... It's like a... I'm just going to use this as an head, but it's like, a, like an old... Like a middle-aged to older man has gone outside, has a son who's gone to school, and he's looked at his friend's haircuts that his <laughs> son is hanging out with, or his daughter, and he's taken those haircuts and gone, well, this is in vogue. Let's put this in this TV show I'm doing. It, it's, it, they're, they're like semi-modern yeah. haircuts transplanted into a fantasy world. And it, it is... It is it's like having mashed avocado, mashed banana <laughs> and eggs. Oh, even even um, Gilgalad, who is the kind of elf king guy in this, mm. he has long straight hair. Yeah. Even there's something even about his hair that looks mm. off. Mm. I don't know what it is. It's I think as well when, and this might be you know for for a negative when they did it and all that, but when Peter Jackson made the um, made the trilogy. He made the elves all look very similar. You know, they all had a look to them. Yeah. Um, it was very angular features. Um, like we said, tall and everything already. But like, now it's like, oh, I've got people with like odd looking face. I don't know. I'm, yeah, trying, to, yeah, yeah. I'm trying not to be like rude to people here. But the elves are like, I don't know if it's supposed to. Because I'm, I'm not like a Tolkien nerd really i've read the books i've got a bit through the silmarillion and that's like yeah, yeah. crazy um but like but there, there is always there is so so i think it's very easy to touch on um jackson's trilogy as a touch point of design language for lord of the rings however 
that series also touched upon decades of fantasy visual cues for stuff. So whilst it did visually set the path for Lord of the Rings based stuff, and it will always be compared to ever forever, mm. it also its elven look or its whatever look or quiche look and stuff. These are all established visual designs, yeah. which I, w- I would argue he's done in a somewhat perfected form for three films. But this, this, and there is an element where you can go, oh, right, I respect someone going against the grain of what something, something should look like, but not like this. It's just jarring. Yeah. And like, why do you, I mean, uh, Elrond and Celebrimbor, um, mm. It's a fantastic name to say, by the way. It's a great name, but he. So I don't know if you remember, but he he's the guy who is going to make the rings. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. The uh, Smith guy, kind the of. Smith guy, yeah. yeah. And um, <laughs> I don't understand why they look like two people you'd see in a Weatherspoons. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Who yeah. are sort of hot, they they've sort of slit. They've got brill. They've brill creamed their hair back, <laughs> <laughs> and they're just kind of like they're drinking a pint of Abbott's Ale at like yeah. eleven a.m. on a Thursday morning. Yeah. Chatting about the horse racing later. I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I just, the look of them, I can't do it. And, and p- going back to the Jackson trilogy stuff, because they want, to, they obviously want to put their own stamp on things and, ha- and say like, oh, this is what the elves look like in Rings mm. of Power. You know, they don't all have um, long straight hair or, or look like this. Some of them have got like a skin fade. and all, mm. like, But like, they're also, they also want to have exactly the same designs for certain things as the Peter Jackson trilogy. Yeah. Like I, I can't remember if we saw saw one or not in, in before we may have done, but th- we saw a, a glimpse of a Balrog, and it's kind of a cool bit actually in mm. that in that fifth episode. Um, and the Balrog is just the the exact like honestly, it is exactly the same design of a Balrog from as from Fellowship, uh, Fellowship of the Ring, which is and fine. Is, is it's, the- it's fine, but like you've kept that the same. Why have you changed all this other stuff? Yeah, and that it, that actually. Um... As a, as Bomb Squad is predominantly, I say predominantly, it hasn't been for quite a while, <laughs> a gaming podcast, it gives me similar vibes to when um, Crystal Dynamics Marvel's The Avengers game yeah. was created. And that had, that was like, we can't get the visual likeness for The Avengers from the films. But we'll make them look mostly the same. But then we all feel a bit uneasy about it. It's like, oh, I when you order Hulk of Wish. Yeah. Com, it's that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like when you get your elves from Wish. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's like, it's exactly, it's like having the cake and, cake and eating it. And it's it's trying to be something new, but refusing to really accept that you, you can't fully go off in the deep end on your own. Yeah. It's very strange. Very strange. And like, I know there's like some law stuff as well. And I don't really, I'm, I'm not really that big into it. But I know, for example, that like, they're really messing with the whole second age oh, okay. in terms of like the ages of people. Like the idea that um, Elendil and Isildur, mm. uh, Elendil being Isildur's dad. Yeah. The idea that they're around at the moment I think it's kind of crazy okay. in terms of the timings of things. Should they be, Should they basically not be born? I think, okay. yeah, I think they're supposed to be like right, and, and maybe I'm totally wrong with this, I think they're supposed to be really late second age because they go into right. the third age, obviously. Yeah. But then um, 
like Galadriel is supposed to be like Gilgalad, who is mm. you know kind of like the king of of these elf elvish people who's giving orders to Elrond and mm. Galadriel and all these. People. She's supposed to be like his great like um, grandmother or something, or like oh, it's a significantly she, older, wiser. Uh, or, like she sh- she should be like all of their superior superior by a long long way, and it's kind of like. I don't know. Like she's, I think you definitely don't get that vibe from this no, show. No, hundred percent not. I think you get. The, she's you get, like a she's like a fish out of water I, character. I do think you get the vibe that she is kind of special, and that he kind of and she's a bit of a loose cannon, and he wants to just keep her sort of out of mm. the way. But um, you definitely don't get the impression that. I mean, she does. She's following his orders. She follows yeah, his yeah, orders yeah. pretty kind of pretty much. Um, but I just don't. I don't think that's right mm, mm, mm. um another big thing is the half foot characters who are the kind of hobbit stand-ins um I, I don't really get i think they're supposed to be like ancestors or something i don't know if the, if hobbits as we know them exist yet i don't i i i'm sure i read something before it came out saying that hobbits didn't exist at this time oh, okay so these are half yeah okay um they're hobbits now there is you know a character has come in and has joined these people um the mystery man the mystery man the person who came he was like on a comet or something mm. is is it gandalf it, is it kind of feels it's like old guy with a beard and a and long i hope hair. it's not <laughs> i mean it is it probably is probably surely gandalf, it must be it? maybe we maybe it's not we're gonna be stupid not. but probably is it just feels like that was the end of episode one, right? It was him landing. Yeah, very end of it. And obviously we're now five episodes in and it's like, we still don't know these guys. He still you can't don't really even speak. anything more. He's still, at the very beginning of the second, or the second episode, he did magical stuff. In yeah. the third or fourth episode, he did magical stuff to no real avail. And the last episode, he did magical stuff to save them from the wolves. But, I mean, it wasn't really anything and he still can't speak and he's, just around even if it's not Gannon, he's some kind of wizard he's yeah. he's one of the like wizards of yeah uh like you see in middle earth but i don't know again it's like if that if that does turn out to be gandalf it's kind of like well yeah but we know about gandalf because of the the reading the books or the yeah. trilogy and it's like what well, do you do you want us to have that uh, it's kind do of a weird thing it's like do you want us to know who this guy is yeah I, and i mean not like now obviously cause it's still a mystery but when he, when it's revealed and he goes call me Gandalf or something yeah, like, yeah, yeah. do you want us as an audience to go, oh, that's Gandalf. Oh. Great. I know Gandalf from all his adventures with Bilbo and Frodo. Or do you want us to be like, oh, this is a, this is a brand new thing. Who is this Gandalf character? Yeah. I don't know. I, that, that's the whole, like, the whole thing of the cake and eating it. I, and if it is Gandalf, I'm really glad that my, my um, image of Gandalf is this really wise and, and thing is now a bumbling idiot. Um, and, and lying naked. And, and lying naked yeah. on the floor. Um, Just like Natalie and Rulia? Y- mm. Is that right? Is that who it was? Yeah, I think so. Illusion never changed. Yeah, that's nice. Natalie and Rulia. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking of lying naked on the floor. Mm. The House of Dragons. The House of the Dragon. The House of Dragons. Dragons of the House. Dragon these nuts. Dragon these nuts all over this house. Dragon these nuts all over the Rings of Power. I'm I'm really enjoying it. I, I think I might be really enjoying it because 
maybe just like in spite of how much I hated the end of Game of Thrones. I think I just really expected to, well, first I expected not to watch that. Um, and I probably went on record a few times <laughs> saying I'm not fucking watching House of the Dragon. I refuse to contribute. But Matt Smith was uh, was cast in it. And then I, I'm, a bit, I, I'm a big fan of Doctor Who. Love Matt Smith. Um, I think he's pretty great in it. I, I think he's a great actor to be honest. He's a Smith. fucking dick. He's a dick. His 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 character. Yeah. Okay. So cool. it's excellent. It's yeah. excellent. He's he's fantastic. I, do you know what? I think he is a dick, but he, he's also like, I don't know. Maybe this is just why I love Matt Smith. I'm I'm also just kind of like, yeah. Oh, I uh, think that I might be, be your bias okay, of Matt Smith. Cool. I don't. Well, I think he's. I think he's inexcusably bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, because I, I was kind <laughs> of like, yeah. Oh, I'm kind of liking this. He's, he's such a rogue, isn't he? Oh, I can't believe he's. No, I don't think he's the <laughs> no, lovable no, wait, wait, rogue no, down the no, street. Go with me. Go with me. Because I was like, I was like, oh, he's such a rogue, isn't he? Yeah. He, he, you know, he recklessly beat this uh, crab, weird crab guy, mm. and then um, oh, he's trying to have sex with his niece. Oh, oh what a cheeky a old chap he is. And then the next episode he goes and kills his wife yeah such a rogue yo what well, i it love was, to get behind that kind of guy but then this is the warped sense i, I remember texting our, our our um group chat about this because i i got such a warped sense with this stuff because on the one hand i was like in episode i was it three or four i was like man i think rhaenyra is gonna like have sex with her uncle i think she's gonna have sex with her uncle mm. and i was like in my head i was like Go on, Rhaenyra. Go on, Go get on. in. And then um, and in my head, I was like, oh, it's, it's probably not a good idea, this. Yeah. But it wasn't until he literally killed his wife. Yeah. At the beginning of episode five, where I was like, oh, he's not a great guy. Actually, is he? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> It wasn't when he took his young niece to a, to a brothel. <laughs> and, and like potentially deflowered her. I don't, I actually don't think he did. There was a hip thrust. There was a bit of bump and grind. But that doesn't protect Oh, a bit of bump and grind. <laughs> and we know yeah. there's nothing wrong. With a bit of bump and With grind. a bit of bump and grind. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, because in my head, I was like, oh man, he wants to do this, but he stopped himself. Isn't that great? <laughs> and then he butchers his wife the next episode. But he, he also, at the, in the first episode, was in a brothel and then decided it wasn't for him. So I think he's just, he's t- I think he's tired of... Um, pleasure. Mm. He doesn't get anything out of it. I think. Um, I think which is he, a good, which I is a good thing. George Mar- George R R George Railroad Martin. <laughs> that's the R R. Yeah. Um, I think he's on record as saying that Ronald Rule Martin. <laughs> Ronald Rule Martin. I think he's on record as saying that um, Damon's like top tier character for his like one of his favorite characters he's written after like Tyrion and people. Like is that. that because you often write yourself into a character? I think so. <laughs> so. I mean, I'm not saying... Where I is say George's um, niece? Please um, protect her. Paddy, it is Paddy. Paddy Constantine. Oh, my goodness. Just a tour de force of fatherly acting. I think he's absolutely incredible. I, I, I think Matt Smith's fantastic. I think yeah. the young actress playing uh, Rhaenyra in the first five episodes is, is superb as well. Um, Emma... No, no, that's Darcy's the new one. It's, it's Millie Olcock, Millie, I think. Millie Ooh. something like that but I think she's been fantastic me Alcock yeah Alcock Alcock one yeah. L um, Matt's been some great but pa- oh, this, this character so Vis- King Viserys mm. right um, oh my goodness I think this character is incredible mm. um, it's just a, it's a real classic because it's one of those remember you might remember from watching the beginning of Game of Thrones you've got Ned Stark 
Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, you want to be on his side? Be like, oh, why are you doing this? Oh, yeah. come on, put your honor aside for a second or this. And whereas Vicious is slightly different in the it's honor a side version of the same thing. Yeah, and and I think it's one of them where you look at it, and you're like, oh my gosh, any any decision this guy makes, he's pissing off a hundred people on both mm. sides, and you just go. Oh, why have you done this? I know, I know why you've done this, but now yeah. you've really upset this character that I like. And yeah, yeah. And, um, and it's just all gone wrong. And, it's and a I think- constant sea of emotions of going up and down with liking and disliking characters and their decisions against what they've done, comparing against characters that you like or you don't like. And it's just constantly up and down. There's a scene, I think it's in episode two. It might be an episode. No, it, actually, it's in episode one mm. where. Um, there's a really traumatic scene where he and, and like we, we did the spoiler alert, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But he his he loses a child. He makes the tough his, decision, yeah. to to have a C-section, yeah. which will kill the wife, but potentially save the child, and in uh, the end, both die. Both die. And there was a scene after that where he has his small council, mm. and um, they are sort of straight in with, oh, the succession, the succession. You don't have an heir. You don't have an heir. What are we going to do? Blah 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 blah. And he just sits there and then he just sort of out of nowhere just bellows, my wife is, my wife has died. Yeah. And that, I've got like goosebumps thinking yeah, about that, that delivery of that line because it's like, I mean, and, and not to harp on, that the one delivery of that one line in the first episode of House of the Dragon is better than any anything mm. that has happened in Rings of Power so far yeah. in terms of making you feel something. And, and, and yeah, maybe maybe it's about the, it's a bit more real. You can pick like it's real pe- it's it's people, it's not elves and dwarves. Yeah, and yeah. It's easier to but it's project. Just, but it's not. It's just that it's a better quality of acting and performance. Yeah. Um and I, I and you know, we haven't the episode six hasn't come out yet, but I think from what we've seen there is a big time jump now in House of the Dragon. There's been a few of them in House of the Dragon. I think next episode will probably be the last time he's in it, I imagine. It seems that anything. way. With, with how his character um, is going. And he'll out oh, very much. I mean, it's like when you lose Sean Bean from Yeah, Game of Ned, Ned Stark in season one was, was a tour de force of like, um, every time he was on screen, you felt like a presence. Yeah. And he, 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 if you didn't know what the story was, you would have been convinced that he would have been a, an important character throughout it because he's so strong as a, as a character yeah. in the scenes. And this feels very similar in that. Like, it's, it's going to feel like a big open void is left yeah. there when he disappears. And I, it's something I'm thinking about, actually, the more I think about House of the Dragon, is that he, I, I've been on his side the whole way through. And I think, obviously, when he does die, however he dies, mm. um, it'll be that, like you said, there'll be that void. And then you're going to realise, I think I think there's going to be that, this realisation, everyone else is fucking awful. Mm. And I think that's something that you kind of, you come to learn in the first season and a half or so of Game of Thrones. Yeah. And I think House of the Dragon has done such an amazing job of going, of, of trying to make you forget that. Absolutely. Like, I couldn't agree more about I, what you I just said. Because I think especially with Viserys and Rhaenyra, um, and the, and even Qu- the, the Alison, the, the queen as well, yeah, to yeah. an extent, it has kind of made you go, Oh, these are just these are pretty good people, you know. This is, they are they're fine. And then slowly, as this first half of the season's gone on, you just you know they're all just awful. They're it's, all just awful. And I and I it's and I'm I'm really excited to see where it goes. But. You know that's such a good point actually because I think whether whether it's the length of time that's gone, whether it's the utter disappointment in the end of Game of Thrones, and we kind of cleared it from our minds. 
this this first five episodes have felt like you're watching the start of Game of Thrones again yeah. with without the preconception of what you know the show is. So so oh Game of Thrones, you know anyone could die at any point. Yeah. Until a certain point, then you know no one can die. Yeah. Who's of importance. And they but haven't it, had to they haven't had to have the rubbish of setting up, oh, this is what the hand of the king yeah, does. It, yeah, it's, it's just it's like the, we know the burden uh, like, is gone yeah. kind of from it. And it, that even though if for half a second you stopped and you thought about it from, oh, I've watched Game of Thrones. I know that this type of character will be good and would I blah, 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 any of that kind of preconception. Mm. It's it's kept that magic spell over you. Yeah. Or at least, for us, at least, it seems uh, that it's kept that magic spell going of what is going to happen? Or I didn't expect these people to be like this. Yeah. Even though you, it's right in front of you, you know it. You don't it, want to believe it almost. And the reason it's done it is because it's been able to successfully, I, in my opinion, create compelling characters. Mm. And again, Rings of Power just hasn't done that. No. I don't I don't really feel, apart from maybe Elrond and Durin, I don't feel that connection to anyone else in Rings of Power. And I think we've, obviously we've talked about quite a few positives about House of the dragon it's not perfect dragon house of the dragon house of the dragon um it's not perfect the the negatives i think they are so inconsequential to the spell it has put over us and the overall feel of the show that when there is a negative thing it's like oh why did he do that that seems silly or something like that or oh that building looks like poor cgi it's one of those things you look at you go oh that's a bit shit Oh well, what's happening next? Uh, it, it's it's mm. it, it doesn't detract from the actual show itself. Yeah, I'm not looking it, for things, or I don't feel compelled to go. Hmm, this is a bit blah 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 blah. It manages to commit one of the thing, one of the sins that I didn't like, or that we didn't like from the last couple of seasons of Game of Thrones, which mm. was everyone had the big thickest plot armor ever, mm. which was unlike the beginning of Game of Thrones, the series. Yeah. Um, it, it, there's a scene with with, Dave, with Matt Smith's character. Mm, mm, it, it, I think it's an incredible scene. The fact that I still think it's an incredible scene, even though it commits this sin, I think it's quite a big deal. Yeah. Where he he kind of just loses his shit and he, and he realises he's not going to get the sort of win that he wants in a certain situation. And he really should die. He like takes he, on... He, he runs about 300 metres with about, I'm going to say, 80 archers constantly shooting at him for yeah. what seems like about 10 minutes worth <laughs> of running and, it, and to, to be fair he does get hit he does get hit like yeah. twice i think but doesn't die doesn't die obviously yeah. like and, and it's one of those things where i was like oh man like that's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. i mean I, it was only i was actually only looking back afterwards where i was like oh this guy should probably have died there you know but then again it's not really different to like um the Battle of the Bastards, incredible as that mm, is. Mm, I mm. think that's an incredible scene, but like, uh, Jon Snow should have died. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the, but I think plot armor ca- is is fine as a as a thing. It just shouldn't be so obvious all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, I just... Uh, Viserys is a charismatic can't. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's such he, a great He's character. fantastic. And I do want to also just shout out I know I know we briefly mentioned music in Rings of Power and that I think I think it's good but is wrongly matched for scenes and things that are happening. Um Ramage Jarwin is the guy who does the music for is that his name? Is he does he do it for House of the mm. Dragon as well? Oh great. 
Um, he's a, he's a great composer. He's a he's brilliant. Ramin Jawadi. Um, yes, he does the music for the show as well, and it is it is. I think it's it's weird how there's themes that go through it, and there's bits that like. I don't think it's right to say it feel iconic, but they feel so perfectly matched to what's happening, even if it's just three strings and a piano going over something. Mm. The wedding scene, mm. the end of it, where they're actually getting married, and then it pulls back and there's the blood on the floor. Oh, yeah. There is a piano piece that's playing with a very, very, very reduced amount of like instruments playing, and it is so beautifully set to it because it doesn't just play like a song, a melody. It's constantly putting in weird minor notes, which like it feels this disconnect and it's so well done. As the rat like licks up the Yeah, blood yeah. The it's dude. so it feels so uneasy. But there's characters that are crying whilst getting married in a positive thing that's happening for their families with this horrible background yeah. or foreground that's happening in, in front of it. It's it's so well done, in my opinion. Speaking of um the music as well. Be- best move they could have made with the opening credits. Yes. Oh my absolutely. gosh. I remember thinking about because episode one doesn't have any opening credits. Um, and mm. I remember I got to the end of episode one. I was like, oh man, I wonder if, I wonder if they're going to do anything with that. And I think you knew. And I, and I was like, I did. I, so yeah. I, I, we, I started episode two and when it just comes in and then the, the game of Thrones. What a great shout just to be like, you know what? We made like one of the most iconic uh, TV mm. openings of all time. So yeah, we're just going to use that again. Great, Absolutely. great shout. Great shout. Yeah. What a great bit of music that is. But not all shows can be perfect. Not Correct. All, not all shows can be perfect. Apart from maybe two. Maybe one. Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul, man. I mean, it, it's so funny that this show ended and then these two shows have kind of like come out. It's Because I've, like, I've not been watching a lot of TV, if yeah. I'm honest. I, I I mean, I actually don't really want to... I know I think we said a spoiler alert for this. I don't actually want to spoil no, this. No, I, I think I think we speak in, in wider terms with regards to this. Be- right. Here's, here's something I'll say, and I'll be interested to see mm. what you think. Better Call Saul is the best prequel of anything of all time. Yeah, I'm just going to agree with you. I don't even want to... I don't even want to think too hard about it because I... I don't want to disagree yeah i i mean i i adore breaking bad i know some people i know some people are weird and don't like it mm. but i think breaking bad is one of the greatest i think it's one of the greatest tv accomplishments of all time yeah and i think the fact that they could make a prequel to it to a uh, to a fairly sideish character mm-hmm. and then make it of the same quality if not better yeah i think that that's the important thing is this show I I don't want to say it has surpassed Breaking Bad because I think they serve different purposes from a dramatic standpoint. But I think I actually connected more with this show mm. over the course of its six seasons. Is it six? I think it was six. Yeah, because yeah, Breaking Bad was five and I think this went one more. Or did, was was Breaking, it no, Breaking Bad split its fifth into two series, so it was six, I think. But I don't think it. I don't think it is six. Oh, I think okay, it's five. Okay. Like, and season five is longer. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I. I. It, by the end of it, I connected more to Breaking Better Call Saul. Sorry, um, than Breaking Bad. Even though I consider Breaking Breaking Bad one of the greatest, if not the greatest, TV show. Mm. Um, 
there is something so unbelievably tangible and relatable to um, Jimmy and... What? Sorry? Kim. Kim Wexler. Sorry, I, I was totally like zoned out for a no, second. No, 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 that's right. I just completely blanked as well. <laughs> um, Jimmy and Kim. Um, yeah. they, they are... You can feel everything that's going through them, whether that's something that you personally have felt in your own life or whether it's something you just know from a character. They, they are so tangible mm. as individuals in that world. And, and what's funny is as well, like we've talked about, we've always talked about um, Rings of Power and House Dragon. And when I talk about Better Call Saul to people that have maybe watched Breaking Bad and and and, and then you go, oh, you've watched Mario? Have you watched Better Call Saul? And they're like, oh, no. Like, oh, well, I watched the first series. I felt it was a bit slow. Oh, and the, I mean, it, the funny thing is, like, Rings of Power is slow, and it's such a negative. Better Call Saul is, in my opinion, it is without doubt a slow show. Oh yeah, huge. But it is that is a massive compliment to it. Mm. It's the fact that the time it takes over stuff and the care it takes over everything is incredible. Do you know there's a there's absolutely a difference between a courthouse drama esque tv show being slow and a high fantasy yeah. action drama being slow um but but better course yeah I, I think i think if you are i'm not gonna say it's wrong to bounce off it because it's slow at the start but if you do continue it through i think you're rewarded tenfold yeah by sticking through and seeing these characters um and and where they go and what they do a hundred percent hundred percent and it's an acting masterclass it's a direction masterclass um we've talked about music dave porter's music in that show yeah. again is just phenomenal it's 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 so unassuming it just elevates every scene without being overbearing without forcing you to feel something it just is there almost as an extra character um the cinematography of it yeah, oh, the, the the visual design that Vince Gilligan has created in those two series is though, as I was watching the last series of Better Call Saul, I was constantly thinking like, well, this is a real um, Vince Gilligan universe shot. Attach a camera to the side of a tro uh, trolley, yeah. like a shopping trolley, put it on the side of a car door as it opens, put it on a, a, um, a car wash as it's spinning around, put it on the, uh, a, a garage door as it's coming down. Like it's, it's every single place you can try and put something to create a new visual language compared to just filming something. Yeah. Playing it's, around with colours, motifs, everything. It's everything you can think of putting into visual language. It's wonderful. It's the kind of, um, it's like a juxtaposition as well sometimes with how the camera works in that these are people who, who aren't like real, who are kind of crazy in a fairly grounded world in, in, in a lot of ways. But then the way that things are shot sometimes just goes kind of crazy. It's like, this is weird. I, I always think back to the, um, that really famous bit in Breaking Bad where um, Walter goes crazy because Sky has spent all the money. Mm. And he's like in under the house. And, yeah. the, and then he's just lying on the floor laughing and laughing and laughing until the laughter sort of stops. And the camera just raises up and up and up. And like way, way too high, yeah. way too high for where the house should be. And it's all the bits like that. And I, it's I mean, like an absurdism within a world of realism almost. Yeah. It, it, like it's, it, it reminds you the fact that it's a TV show 
whilst amplifying like creative juices yeah. almost. Yeah, and it, it, uh, the, the thing that I adore about um, about Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul is the idea that, you know, sometimes writers of shows are clever enough to put like hints through dialogue or something mm-hmm. and, and then have them pay off later. And you're like, oh, that's so cool. That's so funny. I remember that hint from there. Whereas he can do that with dialogue without even batting and you know mm. sweating sweat off his brain it's, it's easy but it's when he does it visually as well it's it's just mm. absolutely amazing like this um there's like an episode where it starts off and like he someone drops an ice cream on the floor out in front of somewhere and then like two episodes later there's just like a pile of flies and and a, and a half-eaten cone like at the beginning of an episode or like the end or it's the end of that same mm. episode or something and it's just little like bookends to that and things yeah. it's just so neat and tidy and I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm not a, like a technical guy at all with how no, it's something just I, 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 as far as as far as I understand, it's very well respected in terms mm. of a technical side of things. And I think it shows. I, I think even if you aren't or, or you don't have um, if you don't naturally look out for things like that, I think you feel it through it, even if you may not pick up on, on specifics. I think it naturally feels very interesting, cohesive, creative, almost. Yeah. I mean, I, I to be to be honest, if you if you haven't watched Breaking Bad, and you haven't watched Better Call Saul yet, like just do it, bro. Like I don't know what you're doing, bro. Like who, who <laughs> like who do you even think you are? Huh? You know? yeah. huh? Huh? Who are you? It's just you're just... watching Rings of Power, but you ain't seen Breaking Bad. Yeah. Who are I mean, you? come on, come on. <laughs> um, I think that should do it for us. Because I, I actually, when we sat down to record this, my intention was to sit down, be angry for two minutes, and then say, that's it. Let's talk about <laughs> Better Call Saul. I'm glad that we've ended with Better Call Saul, though. Oh, what, yeah, absolutely. What a show. We, we, we've, ram- we, we've gone upwards in quality. Yeah, we have. I, I do think that we should, in a, in a few weeks' time, come back in, you know, at the end of both se- series. Yeah, bookend them. Season one, we're we're at the midway talk. point. We can assess things yeah. halfway through, see how they're going. And I think it's a fair, it's a fair analysis of something if you're looking at it halfway through yeah. and you assess something. But let's see how they go by the end. So thank you very much, everyone, for listening. It's a very abrupt ending to it. Um, it was until you did that and then now you're going, um. And... Yeah, I, um, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else. Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> thank you very much for listening, everyone. And we will see you next time. That was I think that was a um hello and welcome that can be an outro.